Hey there, I'm Amy, and welcome to the podcast, Fearlessly Facing 50. This podcast is about conversations and connections, and my mission is to encourage women over 40 to live their best life. You know what, ladies, we haven't peaked yet, and we are just getting started. So if you're ready for some real talk with real people and real conversations about what really matters, you found the right place. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's get started. Let's get real. Episode of the Fearlessly Facing 50 podcast is really a special one in some ways. You know, um, we are all navigating life disrupted. I've said many times that our circuits are overloaded and we don't quite know what our power source is just to get us through. And today I have two really special guests with me, and um, it's Lauren and Lexi Oscom, and they happen to be sisters, and they also are high school senior and college senior. Think of them as they've been navigating this since the beginning of March. So, and I am so thrilled to welcome Lexi and Lauren to the show today. Thanks for being on. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. Well, I guess it's just like you wake up and it's like Groundhog Day for you, isn't it? Is it just has it just been crazy? It's base. It's literally the same the same day over and over and over again. It's about mm-hmm. close to Groundhog Day as you can get for us. Oh, and and you're living in the same house. And it was funny when I talked to you last week when we talked about doing this. You said you argue over who has it worse, who's who's missing out on the most. You know, is it the high school senior or is it the college senior? So are you still arguing about that? Yeah, every once in a while, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, think it's, I think it's gotten a little bit better. I think we've both accepted that both our situations aren't the best right now. So yeah, exactly. And you just have to keep moving forward, right? Yes. You know, it's like operating on a position of trying to stay in control, but you really don't have much control because you just don't know what, you know, what's going to, what we're going to uncover here in these next couple months. And if you're going to be able to reschedule things. So let's get started with Lauren. And Lauren happens to be a high school senior at um, Immaculate High School, which is where my son goes to. So we'll give him a little shout out. Um, Lauren, take me back to that day when you found out that, you know, it looks like you guys aren't coming back for maybe three weeks, I think was the original. Yeah. So, um, well, originally it was not that day where they canceled school for me that it hit me first. It was that Tuesday before, because I'm on the boys hockey team Mm. and we have a game that day. It was our first round of States. Right. Um, we found out we were all called down to the gym, us and the boys basketball team. And we were told that Connecticut had canceled the winter sports season um for the rest of the year and it was that was the first real um way I was impacted from it no one really thought that it would get to this point so that that was the first real time it hit me and then third that Thursday um they told us you know bring all your books home um we're probably not gonna be back for a while um and then so I actually we had practice for hockey later that day it was our last practice of the year just kind of to wrap things up um and you know you know you think it's gonna be what two weeks or something and then right yeah 
it's they keep adding more and more time and now I'm they're probably not gonna go back or have another day of high school so that's what it sounds like that's what it sounds like so you know so it is just a roller coaster of emotions isn't it mm-hmm, definitely Ah, oh, I can't even imagine. So, so what happens? Like, let's walk through, you know, college acceptances. Um, were you were you in the midst of like college visits and all of that? And has that pretty much been shut down? Yeah. So, um, this week is actually supposed to be my spring break, and I, my mom and I, we planned a trip out to Ohio. I had four accepted students days I was going to. They all got canceled. Um, wow. And everything was moved virtually. Um, all the schools are shut down, so you can't even go and say like drive around or anything, even if you wanted to. Um, so, and I had never seen um, the majority of the schools. So, right, right, I mean, yeah. On a school, I, you know, it's hard to pick some place that you've never been to because yeah. of that unknowingness. Um, another school I applied to was in Canada, and the border got shut. So I didn't. Oh wow. Too. To go to so, yeah, it. exactly. So, so how are you? How are you going through that? I mean, are you are the are the universities and and colleges giving you websites to take virtual tours? I mean, I know that's always out there, but are they doing any special things? Yes, they've been pushing a lot of virtual tours as well as virtual open houses. Okay, uh, sure. It's just been a lot of emails and stuff. I, I, it's not really. You can't get the full experience though from a right. website which is so hard because you want to be able to get that experience, but it's just everything that you need to make that decision. Yeah, exactly. And you're kind of looking at the website and of course the days are all sunny and the people are all smiling and you're thinking, oh, you know, I mean, that's the only picture you're really getting of it. Um, hopefully that they are making some connections. Maybe you can reach out to, you know, current students or I know locally, um, the Facebook page here in our town, you know, put together kind of a list of kids that might have been alumni that or current students that you could reach out to and connect with. But of course, you know, it's it's not the same. It's it not is. the same. What are your friends? How are you guys all dealing with it? I mean, just the social aspect and the disappointments around, you know, proms and and colleges. You know, what what what's your biggest support right now? Um, I mean for my friends, it's just having each other, knowing we're all going through the exact same thing. So if, I mean, some of us have been to these schools that we want to go look at. So we talk to each other. It's it's like, what's this, like, what did you like about it? And um, it's nice. Some of the schools push the deadlines back. Usually they were May 1st, um, but a lockup pushed back to June 1st. So giving more time because they understand what's yeah. going on. Um, yeah. Everyone, we all have had different experiences. Some schools um, haven't done, pushed any deadlines back. So we've all just been trying to use what information we already have about the schools and pick schools based off of that. Right, exactly, exactly. Have you made a decision? I have, actually. I just made one the other day. So. Oh, good. So you feel you feel confident with, with your choice. And yeah. you guys are really, I mean, you're just really, uh, I don't even know what this generation is going to be called. You know, I mean, it's, you, you almost wish that you were going into your senior year because this would be a heck of a college essay to write about, wouldn't it? I bet, yeah. <laughs> they say my kid is probably going to have most transfers because everyone's just picking a school that, like, sure they think is their gut choice, but yeah, yeah, chance to figure it out. 
how are they handling like AP exams and stuff? Is that something they're doing across the board nationally? Are they, are they, are you still taking them or how is that going? So what they're doing is they've moved them. They're all online now. It's a 45 minute exam. And I think it's, it's a couple free response questions. So there's no multiple choice and um, it's timed and everyone takes it, I think the same day. Okay. Um, it's like originally planned out to be, but um, I, a lot of colleges aren't going to be accepting those AP scores because right um, circumstances different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, crazy. So let's turn it over to Lexi for a little bit and talk about college seniors. So I had a daughter last year who went through, you know, four years and all of the graduations, you know, all the parties and all. It's such a culminating time. And so exciting. And then all of a sudden, you know, now there's all this challenge. So let's talk to you. And how has it been? You know, just how are you processing this? Um, it's been really hard. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to try my hardest not to cry. I'm going to oh. give a shout out. I go to St. Lawrence University and it is St. Lawrence has become my absolute home. And right. it has been absolutely heart wrenching to to say the least, to not be there and not be with my friends. Um, I've been so fortunate to have such a great four years um, in the North Country. And yeah, I think it's really heartwarming because a lot of the staff and the president of the university, um, President Fox, has been giving all these really heartfelt speeches and sending out emails and making videos just to remind the students that they feel the same way that we do, which has been really comforting. Um, yes, it's, it's a really special place, but it's been, it's been very hard. Oh yeah. I can't even imagine. So take me to that day when you found out, were you on spring break and then not going back or were you back at school? How was the timing for you? So spring break was the next week for me when I found out. Um, so I found out, I believe on a Tuesday as well. Um, and, for us, initially, it was watching other schools um, sure. when we knew that Middlebury was going to go on um, on virtual, do virtual studying and learning for um, an extended period of time. That's when we knew that it was going to come to us because as it, we're in such a remote area, we're about 30 minutes from the Canadian border that um, not a lot of the time we feel as though we're going to be affected by the same thing other universities are right? Uh, because we have the privilege of being so sheltered um in some ways it's great in some ways it's not but um so when we knew Middlebury was as it was getting closer to us that's when we knew um it was going to get closed or do virtual learning um for a period of time and that day um was uh, not fun to say no so your stuff is still there yes my stuff is still at school I was I was happy I did a good job of packing enough. Um, I am a realistic person and I wanted to be optimistic and think that we were going to go back, but I just didn't know. So I was lucky that I brought back enough stuff, but a lot of my friends didn't. Yeah, exactly. And so you're, you know, you're half there, half here, not quite sure. And of course, missing all of the, you know, all the celebratory things that go along with senior year. And what about, you know, like, um, job searches and things like that. I really think about that, how, you know, important it is to have that connection at college that last semester, you know, in the career center and that type of thing. How has that been? 
Um, it's definitely harder than initially was. I've been applying for a lot of jobs since the beginning of my senior year and haven't been super successful. So considering what the status of the economy is now, right. um, definitely not more reassuring than, I, than yeah. I've been feeling. Um, thankfully, again, with St. Lawrence, St. Lawrence has one of the top alumni um, networks in the entire country. And so that is really reassuring to me because I feel very comfortable reaching out to fellow St. Lawrence alumni and seeing if potentially they could just even just give me advice um, yeah. talk through their experiences. And hopefully that information will um, shed some light for myself and then will make my process a little bit easier. Yeah, exactly. I know there's a lot of offers, you know, that have been put out there and they have to be rescinded because, you know, they're going through changes and nobody really knows um, when everybody's going to get back to work. So that certainly is challenging. So, you know, I think there's a lot of mental health issues and challenges that come with this. And especially as young adults navigating this, I mean, it, I think the social aspect, to be perfectly honest, I think um, it's toughest on college kids especially seniors, but even kids that are in college, because, you know, you have those eight, those eight semesters, right, Lexi, you have eight semesters that most people say are the best semesters for your life, right? Yes. Yep. So yep. I just feel like, you know, that that's, it's really tough for these, for these college kids. How are you keeping each other, and high school kids too, and high school seniors, how are you keeping each other motivated and positive? And, you know, it's a, it's a tough time. It really is. Um, I think we're really lucky because um, Lauren and I have always been really close. And so we've been trying and we also are extremely close with our parents. And the fact that we have such a happy and um, peaceful home to come to be in right. is we're extremely privileged and extremely lucky to have that. And not a lot of people have that. So I think that's one thing that we're, a we're able to find comfort in. Um, I think I can't Personally, I can't think about school. That's I. Lauren and I spend a lot of time to get with each other, and we we keep yeah. our minds occupied with other things. Because the day I left school, honestly, felt like the worst day of my life because I just yeah. didn't. Know I was going back, and it was really devastating for me. And I know that's naive, but that's for for me. That's how I. That's how you're processing it. Exactly, and so I. I'm very lucky to have my sister um, with me and we try, we're pretty goofy and silly people. And so we try to keep lifting each other up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about now, Lexi, you did college athletics. I'm thinking about these kids that um, didn't get their, you know, their tournament, their last semester, you know, what, what's kind of the vibe around that among college students? It's, um, it's really hard. One of the women that I live with is uh, the captain of the women's lacrosse team at St. Lawrence, and she lives, breathes, eats lacrosse. And the sure. fact that her season ended early um, was absolutely devastating for her. The fact that um, now NCAA athletes are going to have another season of eligibility for those whose seasons were cut short, she's... Um, contemplating that possibility of trying to play for another year. I have no idea what her plan is, but I think a lot of right. athletes want to think about that because it's an opportunity that is trying to be given back to them, even though it's never going to be the same, but I can't imagine what I would feel like if my season was taken away from me, it would, it would be heart wrenching. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I think about that with all the tournaments and, you know, and, and eligibility, it's, it's great that they're going to be offering that sounds like, but a lot of kids, you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it if they've got jobs and secured and things like that. So, you know, that's just that's just tough. So what would be your your words of advice 
to, you know, you've got each other, which is great under one roof, which is terrific because you've got each other to kind of vent to and talk to and get through it. But, you know, if there's somebody listening that's really struggling, um, what advice, what what lessons are you learning from this? We live in such in such privilege in the fact that we're able to go to high schools and universities and the fact that has been taken away from us. It's just, we, I've been trying to find the positives and everything. And my positive that is that this is a really hard life lesson that we're learning at a very young age, right? Which will enable us to be hopefully better equipped adults. That's the only positive I'm trying to see out of this. And the fact that even though, as you said, those who are, alone I can't imagine how difficult this would be um uh, we we are getting through it as a family um we spend a yeah. lot of time together we play games every single night and <laughs> you do yeah exactly uh, but I would just my advice would be to just try your hardest to see the pause try to find some sort of silver lining out of it I know it's really hard to find in this dark world right now but it's there right. just find mm-hmm. it yeah for me I think um Obviously, my family is helping, but uh, talking to my friends, you know, we're planning stuff this summer. We're hoping that we're going to have this summer to spend time together before we go off to college, if we get to even go to our first semester. Um, right, right. I know there's some question around that. Exactly. I, I, I hope it's not. I don't want to have to do orientation online and stuff like that. It'll be exactly. difficult, but we're just, it's going to end, and you just have to keep that in mind, um, that as long as you do what you're told, stay in your house, like, stop. You don't need to see people right now. You'll be able to see them eventually. You just need to follow what you're being told. And if you do that, it will end. So yeah. You have to mind. That's powerful. Absolutely. It will. It will. We just don't know when, you know. We know it will. And and so do you, do you find that this whole power of connection for you is through social media and through Zoom and FaceTime? Are, are you using that all the time? Yes, for me, um, I s- sometimes I'll set up with my friends, and I know Lexi does too. We have like, um, she she has like Zoom parties sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> well, I've heard of that. Yeah, my daughter all, does too. We're all seniors, we're all twenty one, so we'll do like a cocktail cocktail hour or something sure. like that, and try to keep things like light and fun. It was just one of my housemates' birthdays, so we all got together on house party for a little bit. Exactly. And it's what you do to get through. I know my daughter was watching uh, Tiger King and, you know, three different time zones and everything else, but they were doing a a watch party and that type of thing. So at least it keeps that connection. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And it sounds like your schools have done a really good job of transitioning to online work. I know that's a challenge. Do you find it hard to, you know, be as diligent? Are you finding kids are not as engaged? For me, I mean, they always talk about your last semester of senior year in high school. It's senioritis right. is a huge thing. Absolutely. So online, senioritis is much worse. I can verify that. It's yeah. very difficult. I sit in my room every day from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, and it's it's very difficult. It's hard to stay focused. Right. Not being able to just walk to different classes. So I can't imagine... Um, doing this for longer than we have to I mean knowing that you know it's towards the end of the school year it's very helpful knowing that it's going to end soon um wish it could be so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. for college classes each class is 
usually an hour and a half. Some professors have been keeping at that length. Other professors have been cutting it shorter for 40 minutes. Um, I personally am someone who really struggles with doing homework and um, in my house here. Um, right. I, and so I have been struggling as well to stay focused just because I, I feel I feel as though I don't have to because usually when I come home from school, I don't have any work to do because I'm on right. break. Right. Um, whereas now I it's where I have to do everything. Usually I, if I'm working on an application or something like that, an essay, I would go to a coffee shop or Starbucks or something. Right. The yeah. library. The library. But so it's, it's hard, but um, I think both Lauren and myself have been doing our best. Exactly. Um, it's all you so, can do. You can yeah. do your best. You know, you have to do your best and you just kind of try to create those boundaries as you can. But, you know, it, it is a challenge for sure. Absolutely. You know, you've made note that it's been great because you are so lucky to be in a home that, you know, you're you're safe and you're surrounded you know, by your parents who love you. And if there's if there's a mom or dad listening right now that is struggling and saying, I just don't know if I'm supporting my kids the right way. What do you think your parents are doing right right now to support you? Um, well, for us, since I'm going to college in the fall, Lexi's going off and getting a job. This is the last real time we all have together as a family, probably for the rest of our lives, that we'll spend this much time together. So we're just cherishing every moment that we mm-hmm. have because, you know, you never know um, what's going to happen. So you just have to make yeah. the most of what you have. You can't let the situation um get to you and if say like a lot of kids are very upset about what's going on um and they don't want to hear the truth but sometimes you have to hear it from someone yeah yeah we're we're like i've said previously all of us together we don't take each other very seriously we all are very relaxed around one another um which is so lucky of us to have that connection um and we do a lot of activities as a family. I think that's something that has been able to keep my mind off of things. Cause it rem- if I was shut up in my room the whole time and just, and which I easily could do and right. could be watching Netflix or reading, which obviously are great outlets as well. But I, I could very easily think about it's school. It yeah. is a balance in making sure that I'm s- s- connecting with people face to face as well, which I know is difficult for a lot of people right now. Right. Um, but I think just, playing like, it's really basic like playing board games we always have a puzzle going which movie, yeah. which movies a lot we play a lot of ping pong together um, <laughs> right and it sounds like they're you know allowing you to have your space and your privacy and I think that's so important for us as families that now might all be together and they haven't been that's probably something that's very important don't you think absolutely I can't I, I think that would be really hard if we felt the pressure to constantly be with each other all the time um we do i think we do a very good job of balancing that um my dad also is working every day from home um he's fortunate enough to still be working and so he has he's in our basement um working and my mom my sister and i are usually scattered in other places and i think throughout the day we do a pretty good job of giving each other our space and when we need to come together or we want to figure something out or play a game we we pretty easily join together Mm -hmm. and um and hang out 
Yeah, that's amazing. So I guess you can look at it as a gift of time together, too. You know, it it really is. And I've said it in other podcasts. I just said, you know, this is chasing slow. And there's so many times when when you think about it as a parent, I think I had to run the kids here, there and everywhere. And we rarely had dinner together. And so now you've got this. So I applaud you for just your attitudes and taking this on. And, you know, it certainly comes with challenge. That's for sure. But you certainly are handling it so well. And I appreciate you sharing your story. And, you know, your emotional journey through this. I really, I appreciate the time. Thank you for having us. This is, I think, a good outlet for both of us as well to talk through some of our thoughts. Exactly, yes. Absolutely. And I'm going to link to this episode um, an email where you can reach out to the girls if you have questions or anything like that. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm proud of you and proud of your family. You're doing the best you can do. And that's, that's all we can do. So thanks so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks so much for joining in the episode today. And I knew you would find value in hearing from a high school senior and a college senior through their own words, what it's like navigating life disrupted with uncertainty as graduation comes and searching for jobs and all of that that takes place as you're living forward. So I know you could hear in Lexi's voice, you know, she's graduating with a double major And certainly like a lot of college students out there, they are trying to find jobs in an uncertain market. So I'm going to leave Lexi's details in the episode notes if you want to shoot her an email, if anything that she talked about resonated with you. And you know what, if you're enjoying what you're hearing on the Fearlessly Facing 50 podcast and you're finding value in the messages, go ahead and subscribe, then you won't miss a thing. The episodes usually drop weekly on Friday. You can simply go to Apple Podcasts, Fearlessly Facing 50, and you just go ahead and subscribe there. So until next time, like I always say, go forth and be awesome and take care of each other.